A's for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. We wanted to talk, I'm calling it junk food and jogging. Yeah, yeah, we can do both at the same time. We can, I have. Yeah. <clears throat> jogging, jogging back from the 7-Eleven with a big thing of nachos with the with the chili, the pump chili and the pump cheese. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, get, getting the heart rate up while snapping into a Slim Jim. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just wanted to talk about uh, diet and exercise and how it's... <clears throat> how it's transformed from you know being in the throes of of serious active alcoholism to being in recovery i know that i have always well i i don't think that i've ever had good eating habits up until recently um i mean i was always 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 i mean when i was drinking it was like can we order pizza Let's just get, let's get a pizza and wings. Um, mm-hmm. When we lived by, you remember when we lived by that 7-Eleven <clears throat> over by the coffee corner where they oh, used to be? Yeah. And it was when I first met you and we would go back and forth there and then the Wendy's would be up the road and that was it, Wendy. man. And like 20 or 21, I mean, that was the extent of it. It was a lot of nachos and a lot of Wendy's and lots of beer and that cheap like mad dog or that old english all that nasty stuff well i remember you ordering a pizza one night in seattle and while you're you had to order i think you remember this story but you had to order like a dozen <clears throat> items because you had a house full of people and and we were listening to like prince or something and the whole time you were ordering uh your order just got sexier and sexier like you started off <laughs> With like wedge salads, and by the end, your voice just got really sultry and uh, oh, really yes. like velvety, and uh, yeah, and it was Extra almost pepperoni. like you were seducing some poor <laughs> Greek guy who worked at the pizza place. I, I think he just threw the bag of food through like the cracked door and ran. <laughs> just being a smart ass on the phone. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, but yeah, yeah. I think while you're an active alcohol, while I was an active alcoholic. My diet consisted of whatever would sustain the machine so that it wouldn't completely fall apart until I had my next drink. I don't think there was a lot of thought as to what I was doing for my body. I, it was just fuel to keep the fire burning, you know, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't keel over. But I mean, it's changed a lot now. Lots it's of brown and now. beige food at the bar, that bar yeah. food as they call it. Tons of brown food. That's a great way to put it. You know, like deep fried fish and chicken and everything breaded and just, I don't know, really, really gnarly stuff. Peanuts out of the peanut bowl that people had touched with their dirty pee hands. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever. A little whiskey whiskey will uh, will fix that up, right? Sterilize it, right? Yeah. Um, The next day, you're like, how the hell did I get Shigilla? So so gross. I mean, I even remember having these, like, I'd be in the middle of a bender and having these hellacious hangovers, and I would order, like, 50 or $60 in of like Chinese food. And so that yeah. was going to be like what I was going to eat for the next three or four days. 
Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, that 50 bucks, that'll last me like three days. And then those styrofoam containers where you got like the broccoli beef and you keep putting it in the microwave and it just kind of congeals to the side. And yes, it was just not, not a good, there was no, no health consciousness whatsoever when I was drinking heavily. It's like a double, double hit, you know, because not only you're hitting those, your liver and your kidneys and your endocrine system, um, you're like hitting, you're like fucking all your guts all up. You're raising your cholesterol level up. You're making the heart beat harder. You know, the fuller you get, the harder your heart works and everything. And it's just, you know, and then on top of it, maybe you chew up four or five Advil. So then, you know, you got that going for you. But it's changed. It's changed a lot. It's funny because when I first uh, got into early sobriety, I talked to someone I really trusted, and he told me, um, "Get a bag of Jolly Ranchers," and I thought that he was fucking crazy. Cause I was like, "What candy? I'm gonna put candy on top of this like maddening craving I have, this itch that I can't. You know what I mean? Like my mm-hmm. life is completely falling apart, and you want me to put candy? Candy's gonna fill that hole. You know, like I'm just gonna fill that liquor hole with candy." And in hindsight, I realized it was very good advice, <laughs> you know, because sugar, I, once I had, um, uh, you know, once I was lacking the sugar from all of the liquor, cause I was a liquor drinker. I was never a beer drinker. So, you know, the liquor is all sugar and wheat. Mm-hmm. And, and once I had cut that out, my body just like screamed for sugar. I mean, I was just wild. I'd eat a, you know, a ton of ice cream cookies. Like I never liked any of that stuff. And then I sobered up, and about two weeks into it, I'm drinking club soda with just sugar in the club soda. I, I could go buy a soda, but I figured a club soda with sugar, and it was healthier, right? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe marginally. Maybe there's a, depends on how much sugar you were putting in the bottom of that. A glass. lot, like en- <clears throat> like enough that it was crunchy. Mm-hmm. It was a crunchy drink, yeah. But uh, I think in the beginning, you know, taking that sugar in was a coping mechanism. You know, for me, it was important. It's not healthy, but it was important for me because I had another cope, a thing to cope with, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I've, I've always had a sweet tooth and, you know, that's not been the best for my weight. I'm still kind of a big dude and I've been working on that. But, I mean, I would combine those things all the time. I mean, be drinking yeah. and then, you know, like, yeah, of course, let's get some uh, let's get some cake and get some ice cream and a box of cookies, all that kind of stuff. And I, I remember, too, when I first, when I very first quit drinking, it was like the sugar, you know, the craving. So now it's not only like when I finally, when my mind kind of settled down and yeah. like, you know, and it was like, okay, well, so you're not gonna, you're not gonna have alcohol, and you don't really, you, you feel in your brain, you're like, it's okay, you can make it today without it, but all of a sudden, it was, I have to have something sweet, like it's, it's not even, it wasn't even a choice, yeah. and you know, so it would be like pints of ice cream, and then, um, and then it was like two pints of ice cream a night there in the very beginning. I get, yeah. I get to. Yeah. I go, I go drive to 7-Eleven after work. I get two pints of ice cream. Sometimes I get a few candy bars too, just kind of, you know, to break it up a little bit. And um, I don't even know if I'd bust one open right away, but I would eat one and thinking that I wasn't going to eat the other one. The whole idea is, and, and I think Mark Maron has a great bit about ice cream. Um, if you guys uh, like Mark Maron, you should check out his bit about ice cream. But 
I would eat one and be done with it and thinking that I wasn't going to have the second one at all. And then I would eat the second one uh-huh. and just immediately, and I would be so <laughs> yeah. full and so sick because we're talking, I don't know how many calories that is. I think it's probably like 2,500 calories in the span of like a couple of hours. Yeah. And I remember laying there and just like the acid reflux was so bad in the back of my throat, I would wake up and feel like I was going to puke. Like it was yes. this whole other fucked up kind of weird hangover thing. And it was yes. like from eating two pints of ice cream, I'd wake up and there'd be like bile in the back of my throat and yes, I'd feel I've terrible. And I was like, I can't yeah. do this ever again. And the next night I'd go to the other Seven Eleven so that the guy that was at the one before didn't see me. I don't know if you're seeing a pattern here with buying things. Holy that- <laughs> shit. Yeah. So you I- were doing that. So you were basically... <laughs> You were like cutting out the vodka and then just ruining your life with ice cream and fucking Milky Ways. Yes. Wow. Yes. So I would yeah. so I would Isn't break it up. Funny. And I would yeah. go to all the other fucking every grocery store in the area until it was like mm-hmm. until the fourth day and I was like, either I have to go drive farther away or I have to go to that weird sketchy place where the people with no shoes hang out at. You know Word. what I mean? You, you yeah. know that store, right? You yeah, got one I used by to buy you. Booze there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I went there too and there's nothing worse than getting like old Ben and Jerry's from a sketchy, you know, quickie mart. Right. And it's not wow. even a flavor you want. You know what I mean? I just really so, felt. So I had, I had just using the exact same patterns of behavior and just mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's just amazing how we can pull ourselves into that same circle with other behaviors. If it feels good keep doing it until you break something you know yeah it's it, it really is fascinating it was so it really awful and i like and i i couldn't believe how just sick it would make me and i would still do it <laughs> well i mean i can believe it but then i then i thought oh well i'll get like i'll go to the store like an adult one and i'll buy like a six pack of klondike bars because i can't eat yeah. all six in one night right <laughs> that no that was but you can though you can, you can though you yeah. certainly can you're like i'll just have one but then you just need another and then you need another and then i'm right back in the same boat so it was kind of like switching from vodka to white wine or something like that right yeah you're like oh well this isn't as bad but it's still like yeah it's yeah that too to, to al green eating and as much um klondike bars as you can so there is a certain level of like, it's not, it's not as bad and it's, you can, you justify it because you're not drinking. But, um, after a while I was like, God damn, when is this going to quit? When, when is this going to not be, you know, when am I going to say that enough is enough with this? Cause it was, it was just getting out of control and I wasn't, I mean, I was gaining, most people talk about quitting drinking and they lose weight. But that's probably because they were working out and eating pretty well while they were in active alcoholism. I was doing neither of those things. So it took me, a, it took me, I don't know, a year and a half, almost like two years before I quit eating, nah, maybe longer, quit eating ice cream like I was drinking vodka. Yeah. This is like your ice cream bottom. 
it was. It really, it <laughs> I mean, not really to was. laugh about it. It's no. just like, I got to laugh about those things because I, my, I, I didn't I didn't have to come to terms with those things. I did a lot of just the same justifications I did with alcohol, though, because I would all I would I would get mm-hmm. these chocolate cookies from the market of choice down the street. And I don't really like chocolate, but there were these certain chocolate cookies I'd get. I loved them. And I would I'd get a they'd come in like a pack of. 14 or 13 and i would eat like seven in a sitting and then i'd tell myself well no this is good because it's not as bad as drinking a fifth of whiskey i'm justifying this now because it's not as bad as drinking a fifth of whiskey you know what i mean i'm not gonna eat seven cookies and crash my car or, it's keeping know. me from drinking so i have to yes do it. exactly and it seems like those behaviors you justify them early enough in the early phases of it but it's always Really, really important to kind of, in my opinion, it was important for me to have to stop and reassess, just like you did, what your behaviors are. It actually gives you a really, really interesting look into your patterns, your behavior patterns, your quote-unquote character defects, you know, Mm -hmm. those things that compel you. Mine was uh, rock stars when I first got sober. Those rock star energy drinks, Mm -hmm. man, me and... I would pound two of those during the day. And to some people, that's not very much. I mean, I know people will drink multiple cans of that. But for me, I would drink two of them fast in a row and then smoke a ton of cigarettes and then feel like I was time traveling for the rest of the day. Do you know what I mean? Like I just had a, you know, a head full of, you know, I don't know. Like the inside of my brain was like a lava lamp or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just literally seeing through time and space. I was like a buzz. I was like McConaughey in Interstellar, you know, pushing the books out. I was so damn high on caffeine and whatever else they put in there. But, uh, I, I, I mean, I've got, you know, four years of continuous sobriety. And honestly, I only really put it in check within the past five months, you know. Yeah. As far as, you know, I would slowly put it in check. But, I mean, my eating habits, I definitely became more aware of them and more cognizant of what I was doing you know, in the past like five months. And I've seen great benefits from it. It's almost like a, like you, like, like hitting the ice cream bottom. It's almost like a second coming. I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. the correct word for it, but it's like the second metamorphosis where I'm like, wow, I'm actually feeling even better than I felt when I, you know, when I first got sober and was floating around that pink cloud, you know, I was like, wow, I feel even better. I wonder what else I can do to feel even better in a way that's not going to, you know, kill me. Or doesn't have some awful consequence on the other side. Yeah, or yeah. make my leg fall off or something, you know. Um, so so then tell me what happened five months ago that led you to make a change that was that was so big. Well or that I, led I when I quit drinking I stopped having acid reflux and i like lived with acid reflux constantly while i was drinking that's all i did was it was it was just heartburn from the moment i woke up to the moment i went to sleep i would eat zantax i would drink baking soda and water i tried everything and so for the first like year and a half i didn't the heartburn went away because my body was no longer having to process uh alcohol and and it it came back like just as bad as before I, i can relate really well to that whole uh um, experience of waking up a bile in my throat, you know, aspirating on it, actually inhaling the bile, you know, mm-hmm. which I, you know, I hope these listeners aren't making dinner right now, but it was, I, you know, feeling like I was dying because I ate a ton of KFC. And so I like looking at myself. Yeah. I weighed like 200, 210 pounds. And I was looking at, looking at myself and I'm like five ten, 
and I was just like, man, I'm overweight. And I looked up my BMI online and, and I, I don't recommend looking anything up online of that nature because it'll just ruin your life. But I did. And it said I was overweight and I only mm-hmm. needed to gain like maybe 20, 30 more pounds and I'd be considered obese. And I was just like, this heartburn won't go away. I always have headaches. I'm always out of breath. You know, like I, I just don't feel good. So I, I got an app. Um, called my fitness pal it's from under armor the people that make those shiny weird shirts mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> i started using the app just to count calories right so in the app i entered i want to lose this much weight uh how many calories a day do i need to eat and so i started just it i started just following that 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 caloric suggestion and i just logged every single thing i ate and then i started adding yoga to it and then i started adding <clears throat> light weights and some light calisthenics to it you know, because I had a little time in the morning to do it, but even just counting calories alone, I mean, I had lost or just started losing weight quickly. I mean, I wouldn't recommend maybe doing it the way I did it because I was pretty intense about it. Like I was trying to go under the numbers constantly, which is not probably not healthy and maybe setting myself up for a weight gain if I don't continue to regiment the way I eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could eat, I'll, I'll I'll I can eat whatever I want. I just have to stay within my numbers. And so but my was- numbers would be like, Go ahead. This was five months ago you did this now and you were 210, five or yeah, six it was months? A- April, maybe. So, okay. You know. And you were 210 and you're now at? Well, 160. So I've lost 40 pounds. Like I said, though, I may have done it incorrectly and I would hate to put that out there and be like, listen, the, the app told me I could eat 1750 a day and I was eating like 1500, 1400 a day as far as my numbers of calories. But then. Right. More the closer you get to your goal, it starts dropping those calories. So at one point, you're only eating like fourteen, fifteen hundred calories a day. If if you're adjusting it to try to lose a pound a week, you know. And for right. me, maybe it, it is the alcoholic brain in me, but I was like, I need to do this fast and intensely, you know. Which isn't the healthiest thing for some people. I mean, it worked for it's working for me thus far. I mean, we'll talk maybe when we hit letter X in this podcast. <laughs> I'll weigh like. 240 pounds because i <laughs> fucked it up i hope not but i mean i've no. just been really and i work out every morning for at least 30 minutes so you know? but do you feel do you feel any sort of any more like intense cravings for things do things trouble you do you i mean or is it sometimes i do yeah like sometimes i'll really intensely crave sugar mm-hmm. I, it's always sugar man sugar mm-hmm. and salt just those base things i i, I but it's just like with alcohol i mean i spent all of my early sobriety and such intense craving that I just realized that I had to just program it and do it like shit, just live 10 minutes at a time, you know, at this point, like, okay, I can go 10 minutes without jamming as many fucking Skittles in my air hole as I possibly can, which is what I was compelled to do. Um, I think using the same discipline that I don't even know if discipline is the correct word, using the same philosophy that I did when I Mm -hmm. quit drinking and I applied it to the way I ate and, and made sure to eat healthy and eat things like high protein things, eat lots of vegetables, eat lots of fruit. Cause I just would feel full. I'd feel sated. And then I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. eat anymore, you know, or if I was feeling a weird hunger, craving, craving, maybe drink a bunch of water. Maybe my body, my brain is being dumb and I'm thirsty, but it's telling me I'm hungry. Cause it does that sometimes too. Yeah, man, yeah. for sure. I've, uh, yeah. I've definitely, uh, water has been something that, I have these, I get those big ass bottles and I drink, I try to drink like two. So I try to drink three liters of water a day. I don't always right. get there. 
Yeah, but I don't either. There's that thing where <laughs> where that craving kicks in. And you're like, well, what if I just drink some water, and then it it will eventually go away. But I love the idea of ten minutes at a time because I have not been regimented in my diet, right. not by far. I've been better. I don't do ice cream anymore. Although I'm, I'm, I really have, I've worked on things like, you know, if you throw some frozen bananas and avocados and blueberries into your little magic bullet, your little Nutribullet, it's pretty Ooh. damn good. You throw a little uh, almond yeah. milk in there, a little yeah. coconut water. It's a fucking um, party in your mouth, dude. <laughs> I'm still, you know, when, <laughs> when I'm still eating like two bananas and, you know, a whole box of blueberries before bed because I wanted some ice cream, but yeah. it's, it's making better mistakes <laughs> but um it, yeah it is it's it's that pattern still and it's it's hard because you you've are like step one you're re, you're rewiring your way of thinking so your mm-hmm. step one you're like you've committed to sobriety and recovery and here you are now you're you're completely you've you're not completely recovered but you're sober and you're working at your recovery every day and then now you got step two you're like well i've eaten like crap the entire time i've treated my body (laughs) horribly Mm -hmm. so now i've got to make this second step you know what i mean to improve my life now like if you're at step one and you're like hey i'm doing great i can eat a whole box of crunch berries and i'm fucking golden then like more power to you i mean this is just this is just what worked for me i just felt like how can i make it better Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I'm already good. How can I get better? How can I feel better? You know, and and I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of vanity. You know, there's there was some vanity. No, I'm not. I'll be honest. There's a lot of vanity with me. But I'm. I don't know. That's just my character. I'm like I want to fit into my clothes again. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. want my belt straining. I don't want. I'd sit down and my shirt buttons would like fight. You know, and I was like, damn, dude, I look like a man sausage you know yeah i'm not feeling this yeah i think for me last month was really something something clicked in me and i was having issues where because you know i'm kind of a big dude but i'm i'm six one and i'm broad shouldered and you know but i was having issues where like underneath my belly i was wearing this Uh belt and then it was starting to like scrape under there and it's this is yeah again i'm sorry if you guys if anybody's making dinner out there or anything but enjoy your dinner (laughs) but you know so like really start to hurt so i was like god damn it i get so i got a different belt and i had to you know it was just this really kind of sad and disappointing moment where i was like my gut is in pain because it's scraping against this buckle and i can't even wear the belt and so i woke up and that was for me it was it was not just about diet which i didn't go too extreme except for the last week or two but uh-huh. i started walking and i was like i'm going to get up in the morning and i'm going to go for a walk and my left foot which still hurts a little bit was hurting like hell and i just did it one day and i did like 1 mile and then i was like well i can go the next day and do 1 mile and then i can go like 3 and 4 and 5 and I don't think in the last like five weeks I've missed maybe one day and I woke up at, you know, six thirty this morning and I was out there by eight and I did four and a half miles today and I feel great. Um, and it's just like, I, I'm also very impatient and I want to see results and I don't really see results when I look in the mirror just yet, but I'm also right. not super counting calories or anything like that. Right. My whole idea is, 
well, I can be a little more lax on what I eat as long as I get out there. And so then I want to like push myself to do more, which I need to find a better balance for that rather than just saying, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go out and jog for 10 miles as best I can. Cause I'll walk and then jog until I can't and walk right. and jog and walk and jog. And like, Oh, if I go and do 10 miles, then I can eat like a pint of ice cream. I don't want to live right. that kind of life either. Right. I'm trying to keep it's, it a little more sustainable, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's all about baby steps too. I mean, it's not about pushing yourself as hard as you possibly can. I feel like culturally we have this thing in the United States where we're like, we really need to take it to the extreme and push ourselves as hard as we can every time we exert ourselves physically. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or every time we work out, you need to like fuck yourself over. And it. I feel like you got to do what you can, what you're capable of doing because through the act of physical activity and through the act of working out, you're like, you don't need to push your limit. You just need to do what you can do because you start building that resistance up. And then one day, a few weeks down the road, you're like, okay, I can do a little more. And then a few weeks, you know what I mean? Mm, like you I just do. build it up slow. That's at least that's the path I take because if I were kicking my own ass, I wouldn't want to do it. I'd be like, well, fuck this. Every time I do this, I feel like I'm dying, you mm -hmm. know, or, <laughs> or I'm hurting myself physically, or I'm like not taking in enough calories, or I, you know, I feel lightheaded, you know, just from existing, you know, and mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, moderation is good. And we are people who do not know moderation. So it's no. difficult, you know, there's a definite thing going on there, a definite dis a discipline. Yeah. That, that's more appropriate use for the word discipline than it is for recovery. Cause mm -hmm. re you know, recovery requires discipline. Yeah. But it also requires working a system. And I feel like, you know, being healthy cause I mean, this isn't even necessarily, I mean, my concept is podcast right now is not losing weight. It's just, being healthy, feeling better, right? Not feeling like a a dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, well, there was somebody. I think I don't know who said it, but they were talking about working out, and they said that most people don't even know how good their bodies are supposed to feel. I think it was Joe Rogan who said it, and he said people don't right. know how good their bodies are supposed to feel. And I was like, wow. That's so true. I want to know what it, what my body is supposed to feel like. I want to yes. know how good it can feel. So that's when I started getting up in the morning and going for a walk and then jogging a little bit. I wasn't jogging a week ago. I just yeah. started that in, in, in the last seven days. Yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah. I think I talked to you. I did like a three-day juice cleanse. Oh, yeah, how, I would not work? recommend it for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> the first day, yes, I just wanted to eat. <laughs> The yeah. second day I slept most of it, I felt like I had a hangover. Like I couldn't, mm -hmm. I was foggy and I, my head hurt and, but I still went out and did my walks, you know, um, by the third day, things started to lighten up a little bit. And, you know, in, in that week, what was exciting, albeit it was probably, and mostly just water weight in seven days, I had lost six pounds, which is not, you know, any other way. That's not a healthy way to, right. to lose it. But it yeah. was kind of exciting to see those numbers. And you're like, oh, okay, so so Progress. I can do this, right? Okay, so now I see a little bit of of, uh, of of results. So then I go, okay, it's now almost, if I don't get to go and take my walk, if I don't get to go out there and try to push myself a little bit more, I don't feel like it's like I'm starting the day well. It's like it's become something that I really have to do now. And then I, I would, I pack my bag if I'm, going to my girlfriend's house or if we're going to stay somewhere or if I'm going out of town, I'll pack my bag to make sure I have the things I need and I'll get up early enough regardless of what the, the appointment is so that I can mm -hmm. have that walk in and it's gorgeous out there. And I put on a, 
you know, you put on an audiobook or a podcast and just let your mind wander. It's good for the mental too, you know? I mean, I don't know yeah. how you feel when you go out and, you know, walk or exercise. It just kind of, I'm able to think a little bit easier yeah. afterwards. Yeah, it clears, it definitely clears the fog out for sure. It definitely so, helps with inspiration. Yeah. That too. I was, things I was working on, pieces that I was trying to write. And then I would say, okay, we'll think about that. And it was when I was out there um, walking that I, uh, that something clicked and I was like, oh, okay, that's what, that's what that is. That's what I need. That was the, that was the, the, the bridge I was looking for in the piece I was writing. And I don't know if we talked about this. I think we did yesterday or yesterday last week was, um, was that idea of having to change your mindset to spark something else in, you know, in, in inspiration. And Mm -hmm. that exercise is a great way to change your mindset. Yeah. At least it has been for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think the biggest thing that I mean, I could say to anybody is incremental process, um, progress yes. is great absolutely and that incremental progress gets bigger and bigger exponentially it has for me for sure yeah um yeah. but it's just i i am and, and not to it's so easy to look at yourself it's so easy for me to look at myself and not congratulate myself on how far i've come because it's yeah. it, we're easy to it, it's easy to forget that i used to sleep in till you know four o'clock in the afternoon drinking vodka under the bed after eating two pints of ice cream the night before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those are the things. Yeah. Those negative, those hardships that, yeah. Driving through McDonald's. Man. And just... High five in the McDonald's lady. What's up? I shouldn't even be driving right now. <laughs> I should probably be going to jail right now. Thank you for the happy meal. Yes. I'm a grown man. Don't tell it's me how to make serving kid. suggestions from you. Yeah, I'm going to feed it to my kid for breakfast. <laughs> I know it's 6 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm an awesome parent. <laughs> so, so yeah, man, I mean, it's just diet and exercise. And I would have, if anybody tried to tell me, like, you know, you really need to make sure you're you're eating well and you're getting some exercise. Nobody wants to hear that shit. No, yeah, anytime anybody told me that, I'd be like, hit the fucking road, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? a, get out of your Poindexter, your square. I got 72 I corn dogs in the freezer. You think I'm yeah. I'm ready for that? I'm set for life, son. <laughs> yeah. So um, I would just say that start with whatever you have, and, you know, that's what I did. Right. And, it's, and it's go just, from there. Yeah. Anything you can do to make yourself feel a little better that doesn't involve, you know, hurting yourself is awesome even if it's little by little Mm -hmm. i'm i am not the greatest example of physical health i don't know if i ever will be but i feel good man i feel good you look great you're svelte man i haven't i had i don't think that i've seen you this thin possibly ever no yeah i haven't weighed this much since i was in high school you know so i am i am inspired um to get out there and and continue my particular fitness struggles and journey you journey but. man the j is for journey <laughs> jogging and journey justice justice junk food 
Uh, no more junk food. I mean, I, I don't know. I still like to have treats and stuff, but I just I do, do it the differently. I do junk food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do it occasionally. I'll do four or five chips. I'll count out five chips and eat them. And I'm like, 50 calories. Boom. boom. Five whole chips. You know Savor what's, them chips, Wags. You know what's great is I have been doing half and half. I do this at night. So instead of like ice cream, I do, um, I do half like cashew milk and half coconut water and it's creamy and it's sweet and i drink it and it's about 90 calories and Uh i'm good to go bam so there you go easy does it a little at a time and that's it that's it (laughs) easy does it one day at a time 10 minutes at a time 10 minutes at a time if 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 you're not ready to do it don't do it till you're ready to do it but once you start doing it and you see that that would you say that incremental um progress uh, progress it's it's definitely worth it it's absolutely worth it thanks again for listening as always our music is by neglect you can find his stuff at neglectsound.bandcamp.com you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter and you can listen to us on itunes soundcloud and youtube and get a hold of us at a is for alcoholic at gmail.com